You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. All right, y'all. We're here for another episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. And we are ready to hit our marks and go off book right now. I'm excited to say that I'm Drew Shade. I'm Donye Love. Aisha Jackson. And Aisha Jackson is in the building. Yeah, so she's our Amber mom for today, but she yes. is. Uh, tell them a little bit. I, I like. I want to go in and just tell the people all about you, but I want you to do it for yourself okay. since you know. Well, first I have to say, hot topics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's later. Yes, I need to hear it. I'm getting ready. Um, I'm just warming up. I'm warming up for today. Um, <laughs> no, Aisha Jackson, born and raised in College Park, Georgia. Hey. Um, I went to school in Colorado, surprisingly. In Colorado? Uh, Any yeah. black people in there? University of Northern Colorado. Is black people there? Uh, there are a few. There are a few there. I met a few. Oh, there. Scattered throughout. Well, they're right. scattered throughout. <laughs> I mean, they're enough that like when me and my friend one day was walking to the gym and we walked past this black guy and he was like, black people. <laughs> and we literally, we literally just exchanged a smile and just like, kept walking. The joy. Like, yes. The joy of the melanin finding each other. That's real yes. though. So yes. we had a few there. We had a few there. Um, <laughs> but no, nah, I graduated from there in like uh, May 2013 and I moved here. In August 2013. Wait, wow, so you came through. You came in and jumped right into a show. Uh, well, I came right in and jumped into Witness Uganda at American Repertory Theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Got, that's how I got my card. I was like, okay. She I said, wanna, I didn't come to play. I worked there. No, I got written up. I was working at Capizio. And I was oh like, I goodness. didn't come here to sell shoes. <laughs> yes, you better tell them. That's not what I'm here for. I didn't come here to like, sell uh, shoes. So I have a callback from Diane Paulus. Right. Very bad. Very bad. You got to let them know. Right. Right. I was like, no, nah, I got a callback for Diane Paulus. I'm going to try to get somebody to cover my shift. But just so you know, right. I'm, I'm going. Right. I'm going to try. But if it doesn't happen, you got to figure out what to do. I'm, right. Right. And that's, that's what business. ended up exactly. happening. And I was like, I'm going. I and I had right. like two callbacks that day. One for that and one for like once on this island in L.A. or something. And I was like, God, can you please just let me Book both of these, I can go back to work and be like, I booked him. He came through. He came through. Did you book both of them? Yeah, oh, I did. Come go. So who and you went back and said I booked him. Yeah, I was like, hey, so sorry about last week, but you know, I booked both shows. So okay, great. Yes. <laughs> so who did you play once on this island? I was auditioning for T Moon. Ooh, yeah. I would love to see you at T Moon. Yeah, that you would know, be cute. A little waiting for life. Yes. Um, to but, begin. Yeah. So I did that, and then I was like, I'm gonna to witness Uganda and then my agent was like oh you also get your equity card and I was like oh perfect this is awesome yeah uh, so yeah I did that and then I so ended up you came up, to the city with an agent I came yeah from Showcase okay gotcha mm. from my Showcase um, and I did witness Uganda and then I ended up doing Once on this Island at Olney Center Oh wow! Right after that, so wow. even though I didn't get to do it at the you other place, it's it. still I was and like, okay, thank you, yeah. You better work. Yeah. Yeah. work. So we did, we did a little waiting for life for a little while, and then we got back to real life and didn't have a job because I was like, bye, <laughs> Capizio. <laughs> so um, did you humble yourself and go back? Uh, I did not humble myself. I said, <laughs> I said, you forget what you. <laughs> I said the Lord closed that door and He, he will open, open another. another. Yes. I know that's right. I was a hostess at Jane Restaurant yes. um, for a little while and. Until I booked um, Beautiful. And Beautiful. I auditioned wow. for the national tour of Beautiful. 
Gotcha. And I was like, God, like, is there, you know, maybe they're going to call me and be like, you want to be on Broadway? And that actually is Did what happen. happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what happened. They called me. They were like, so they don't want you for the tour, but they want to know if in the meantime, you wouldn't mind swinging on Broadway. And I was like, uh-huh. hold on, let me think about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll do that. So, yes, I did that in um, January 2015. Yeah, because I had been here for, I booked it in like uh, November 2014 or something. And gotcha. I was like, all right, I'll start there at the top of the year. Now, I met you at Invisible Thread, which was previously Witness, Witness Uganda. Uganda. Yeah. Went, went to uh, Second Stage Theater. Mm-hmm. That was what, 2016? That 2000? was. It was the end of 2015 because I was in beautiful for like nine months. And I was like, yes, all right, was. here we go. We're going to do. I was like, I'm going off Broadway because I want I believe in this show. Yeah, it was mm. really it was so good. Like, I yeah. still is beautiful to music from Invisible. They're Thread. doing it again. I know they Come are. Through. It's They're back to Witness Uganda. The name. Yes. Back to, so it's a lot going on. Back to its show, roots. Though. Right. Yes. <laughs> I love it that so much. One show you miss and you like. Damn. damn, that's the show for me. Because oh, remember, I was talking about yes. it all the time. All the time. Because <laughs> you all were the there. Time. He was our number listen, one audience living, member. Okay, living good. Every listen, day, we were like, good. Drew here today again? And sure because, enough. Because I had a, that was like the very first big, you know, money deal that we had made as far as Broadway Black, as oh, far as okay. advertising and uh, marketing was concerned. And okay. working with Second Stage, they've always been really great to us. And so I had plethora of tickets mm-hmm. that I was like yeah. giving away or keeping for myself and coming to see the show <laughs> I'm every back, day. I'm like, back. Like, I just need, I needed to come. <laughs> it was I, needed good. It. I needed it. Like mm-hmm. I was even at that particular time too because I was still working in Times Square. I was doing uh-huh. um at the TKTS booth. I was selling oh, tickets. Okay. So I was mainly there just to promote black shows. I got the job because I was like, ain't enough people talking about the black shows and we right. ain't selling enough tickets. So I started coming out there every day, but little did I know I would actually have to stand on my feet and like talk to people <laughs> right. for hours mm-hmm. on a day. Like, yes. Even though I knew that but like I really didn't know and so in doing that and it got cold too like you had yeah. to be there when it was cold and it was mm-hmm. like oh Ooh, child you're like this no, is not no. for me like, like, no. not for no. me no so I have to figure out another way mm-hmm. to, to Im- uh, impact the people but when I was there I was like literally sending people over to the theater like well, sometimes you. yours your show wasn't even on the board sometimes and so I would Ooh. say if you just go over there they do 30 under 30 tickets like <laughs> push them yes. on like just, just push them on like I was running over there with him, like, come on, like, let's go, yes. let's go, y'all, for the show tonight, too. Like, <laughs> thank that, you. When I see stuff that I'm very passionate about, I am, that's the sweat mm-hmm. with your show. Yes. The Sugar in Our Wounds. Like, Amazing show. I cannot mm-hmm. stop talking about it. That is literally, and I, I tell my friend to go see it before it closes. It's not even because right. Danye is my friend either. Like, it literally has nothing to do with Danye because if his show was not good, we definitely would we not would be, be very about honest about that. <laughs> right, we would just not be talking about it on the like, show. Well, okay, then right, you right. Know. Oh yeah, okay. oh yeah. Your show it ain't about to close. Let's go okay, to the next. right. <laughs> Let's move on to the next. Like, good job, that was the, I'm so proud of you. Happy opening. Uh-huh. That's what you just say happy, happy opening. That, that is what you say. <laughs> or congratulations. 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 Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's <laughs> the end of the conversation. The show is good. So I would wouldn't like just run over to the theater to see this. so that's when I met you and your yeah. voice what's the song that you used to sing with the airplane across the blue yes across the blue okay, just more. to get to you yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sickening I love Come that song that, that making that was beautiful and the mm. dance the dance movement with it like yeah. was so powerful like yeah. oh my that god that entire process was it was so encouraging like it encouraged us to be creative and encouraged mm. us to be ourselves mm. and like a lot of times when you're in shows sometimes you don't get to use your 
natural voice, whatever comes out normally. Mm-hmm. You have to craft it to do a certain genre or a certain this or that. Right. And so with Matt and Griffin, no, Matt they were like, here's the music, the play with it, mm-hmm. do what you want with it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I go, and he's like, okay, even more. Like, and literally, you this is your song. Right. Like, you have freedom. Go for it. And we're like, oh. Right. And you took us to church on that. Like, she, like, she sang that. Like, I, it was one of those moments where you're like, who is that girl? <laughs> who is she? And she has just a pure soprano, too. So it was just like, how is she it. up there and just sitting and just resonating <laughs> like that? Like, why, Lord? Thank you. Why, Jesus? <laughs> My Why God. Not? So speak about your background in, and we still haven't said your main thing that you're doing right now, but we'll get to that. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, we'll but you grew there. up in the church. Your dad is a pastor. My dad is a pastor. My mom's a teacher. Uh, but all of us sing. My siblings, my parents. I like, went down the YouTube hole. Uh oh no! Oh lord! Oh lord! If, if you go down the YouTube Ooh. hole and don't find, go down that hole, don't go down that hole. Find her and her her a family singing songs together. Christmas time, Christmas, yeah. Like they do the concerts, yes. and like you, it's it's so. That was for my senior showcase. Oh my god! To make it's money so for me to go to my senior showcase. It was, but we would Christmas Carol when we were younger. Like oh go to the local god. mall Macy's at Greenbrier Mall and sing just go through and we knew the manager and she would be like can you guys come and see and it was just like you and a whole fam just just a whole fam walking around going up and down the escalator and so how many people are in your family how many Uh, two boys two girls and then both of my parents yeah so all six of us ain't that like just a perfect picture perfect family perfect like they might as well just be outside. I want to see the postcards right now. Right. I want to see the holiday the postcards. Cards. I need to see it. When you open it up and no. they just start singing. And it's just like, ah. Pop it up. Uh-uh. Look, all you need to, is just, is it, is it your birthday? Because then we just call you and you get a whole little... Yes. yes. You get a birthday song. I need that in yeah. my life. That's like, I want my family to be like... <laughs> like singers and stuff like you know like performers like you know how you want to have like a whole bunch of kids just so they can be a just group just so they can yep like, I need to have a group I need to have yes. all parts thank yes. you yes oh, Joe Jackson I, on him oh listen no, no you don't know do what? that rest in peace rest in peace, <laughs> and you rest know, in peace. well I'm not resting him in peace I, I don't I'm not well, I'm not resting him in peace no he was talk about tra- traumatic mm-hmm. and he, he hurt people and yes. he hurt his kids very much so so I didn't really care that he died I mean mm-hmm. I'm not wishing ill on him but I don't rest in hell like I don't give a fuck about Joe Jackson do you think um, since then he was able to, to grow he probably James, was but, but I don't. didn't see that I only know what he presented to me mm-hmm. <laughs> and what was presented to me and what mm-hmm. continuously that he let the story go on we see, right he told it so we see American Dream you know three times a year especially all day on Thanksgiving we mm. see American Dream play you know what I mean like Joe Jackson was volatile mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not like he hurt he damaged one of the greatest stars in the world Michael Jackson was a brilliant genius of a musician of True. a artist playing devil's advocate do you think he Michael Jackson would have been the artist that he was without his father yes. or without the damage that his father caused yes. okay I still think that he would have achieved in a different way yeah definitely um, I, that I still think that he would achieve because it was already inside of him no man can take away what God has given you no man Amen. can give you either what God has already given you he's already promised it to you yeah so if he's promised it this man can't train me right. to be anything than what I was already going to be. Right. He can give me the access to the tools, but he and that's what Joe did. He did give yeah. him the access, but he did it in a damaging way so that where he did not even see himself in the right light. Mm. And, and, you're like, sti- and, and yet he still, and even though he still 
grew out of that. He still yeah. became mm-hmm. all light. that he was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. beyond that. Like, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I'm not, I'm going to get off my high horse, but <laughs> I do feel a way about that. And, you know, I mean, I feel a way about people um, just automatically jumping to when people die, it's all, it's almost like everything they've done is, is erased. erased? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause we are real human beings. Like you can't just erase everything that's happened. Does that make sense? No, it, it does, does make sense. sense. I, I guess, well, not I guess, I'm just tripped up on, I don't know who Joe was when before he died, he died mm-hmm. in terms of after the information that we got, the mm-hmm. American... American dream. Yeah, like all of that. Like, I don't know who Joe was before he died, the man that he became, if he transformed any of that. I get what you're saying. If there was but growth. Then I also get exactly... If he died a better is, person, if there was something that he did to turn around you know, his life, his attitude, the way he treated others or something. Mm-hmm. And so you try to, I, I would say I try to focus on the positives of that person who passed away, but you don't forget about still what, the, fullness, the things right? that they did. Yeah. Well, what, what were some of the positives? Well, I'm just saying people, people. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. not talking about <laughs> okay. him. I don't know him. Right. <laughs> school, school I'm just me. saying, but you're just saying like when people pass, like mm-hmm. people automatically go to rest in peace, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. And I think that is just a human nature of let's remember the positive things or the good things about right. this person. Yes, but we, I mean, I get that. I, I, I definitely want to do that. I'm, I'm not, you know, saying that that's not important. We do yeah. want to remember people in a great light. But, at but the you same also time, can't forget what right, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway. How we even get there? <laughs> I don't know. We started talking, we started <laughs> we talking about through. stuff. Right. I don't know. <laughs> we went but, on a journey. So, currently, you are in Frozen. I am. The musical. Hey. The musical. Come on. Yeah. And you play. I am the standby for Anna. Yes. <laughs> the first black Disney princess. I, yeah, I see, I think that is Tony, I think that's Tony Braxton. Mm. Wait. She, I am the she, first black Anna. That's what I can okay. say. Okay. That's what you say. That's how you hold on that's to it. That's how I do it. But, that's oh, what wait, I can say. we really say that Belle is a princess? Is she a princess? Does she become a princess like in Beauty and the Beast? Can you say that? Beauty and the Beast is Disney, ain't it? Yeah, but that, she ain't a princess. I mean, yeah. Is mm. she a princess? Let's get technical. And that's what we're doing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Technical. yeah. Technically, she's not a princess. She's technically not. She becomes a princess. Oh. Does she become a princess? Is he really a still a prince after he like? He's still a prince. Well, now we're getting real technical. We are. Okay. So. I mean, well, I, just, I, don't, I just don't feel like. All we know is that we got a princess amongst us I don't right know. Yes. I know. Right there. The fact that we do know I'm is. I'm just not like cool with giving Tony Braxton that title. I can tell. That We we see that. We see that. It's okay. I can tell. But I'm comfortable with saying that I am the first black honor. Hey, now. I love that. I love that. That is also a Disney princess. Yeah. So how's that going for you? How, like, so let's, how did, how did this talk come us about? through? Right. How did it come the, about? The journey. Yeah, like, what happened here? The journey. Um, I'm not at liberty to talk about the journey, but um, no, it's just, I, I think what I appreciated was that I was, I went in for the role. And so I appreciate that I didn't go into the audition room mm-hmm. for the standby. Um, mm. But it's just, you know, um, Patty's experience with the show. She had been with the show and like on this journey with the show. And, and Patty um, sings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Like those girls there, yeah, they deserve to they be exactly where they are. Right, they stand flat. And, and they yes, that is through. amazing. And um, and whenever things like that happen, where we go in for things that we don't get, and I like to think of it as that is that person's blessing, and mm-hmm. this is mine. And mm-hmm. so I'm blessed to be in the position that I'm in. And uh, they called me. I was in 
workshops for Ain't Too Proud, actually, when I was oh. auditioning for Frozen. Mm. The musical about the uh, Temptations. The Temptations, mm-hmm. yep, written yeah. by Dominic Marie. So. Mm-hmm. And it is a beautiful, beautiful show. I cannot wait for it to come yes. to New York. Come just to screen them on. It's currently in D.C. right now? Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Kennedy it just Center, opened right? at the Kennedy mm-hmm. Center uh, last... So it'll be there for a couple weeks. This past yeah. week. Yeah. 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 So, so check it out if you have a chance, but... Oh yeah, I was so I was in auditions for it and um they were like, So you didn't get the frozen lab, but uh I think they're considering you for the standby and I was like, Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And to me, I mean, that was the first principal role that I was very strongly considered for. Mm. So to me, I was like, okay, the standby, like that's still winning. That's still yeah. getting the opportunity to portray this character. Yeah. And my biggest thing about it was being able to represent people of color mm-hmm. in a role that and you still get paid. Isn't typically oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> get the coin. The paycheck is real. So you are the bag. Um, <laughs> the paycheck well, I'll, is I'll be frozen. <laughs> Like, oh, definitely. No. You sound like my mom. She's always like, so how much you getting paid? I'm like, ma, it's not about the money. It's not it's about, about the money. art. It's about the, it's about the but art. I'm gonna but I'm going to get the coin. Yeah. Okay. Oh, always. That's uh, that's the conversation every time I call her. She's like, so how much will you be getting paid? I'm I like, know that's right. Come on through, mama. I'm like, ma, we are secure. We are right, secure. We secure the bag. We are secure. Um, but no, it's 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 been a an interesting Experience just because being a standby, you are collecting a check, but you're also sitting. You are standing by for the mm. most part, and so mm. it's just it's been interesting for me to find different ways to um, occupy my time, and, yeah. but still remain prepared. Like I went on yesterday for it, and it kind of feels like you go on for the first time again, mm, yeah. and it's like these notes that you have that you're trying to you know implement but you're also just trying to live in the moment and then it's it just doesn't feel as grounded as I might feel if I had a you know full tech and Mm -hmm. previews and like everything you know they're in their groove they go on eight times a week you know they you know what you're doing and I go up and I'm like okay I know what I'm doing but I gotta trust this and I haven't done it in three weeks so let's here we go and just play it's just you just have to do it and the first time I went on was the day before the first understudy rehearsal oh my (laughs) god and I was like oh Patty was sick and I was just like dang god um so you gonna do whatever you wanna do I don't wanna go on tonight because I'm scared but you know I know what I'm doing I'm prepared I'd, I'd observed I'd written my notes i like you know gone through everything I need to do and so it was it's being a standby is you just do it sometimes you can't think about it you just have have to to yeah and I imagine sometimes those moments are so magical because it's not Mm -hmm. rehearsed you don't know it's a new groove it's a new energy you just go for it yeah Wow. And you have to, you kind of have to focus on that beauty mm-hmm. of it. Because if you don't, then you're just going to be, be frustrated terrified. and uh-huh. pissed and right. like, yeah. what in the world, what in the world? Um, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Just, like, I, I mean, I was a uh, understudy for Michael Kilgore, of all people. Yes. Uh, songs um, songs and, for New World. Right. Oh, oh, which we, I saw that this week, which is really great. Jealous. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was understudy for Michael Kilgore in The First Noel. And he. Um, oh, yes. He. I ended up having to go on. Mm-hmm. When I tell you the most, I mean, I knew what I was doing, right. but I'm not Michael Kilgore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't have that range. I'm not. But I'm at not that him. moment, mm-hmm. you just have to trust at, what you I do just, have. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it was like I had to bring my own. And what you to bring table. to it, yes. But my God, my the nerves. Ooh. The nerve that like I couldn't even I I don't even I I blacked I blacked out I don't mm. remember what you happened just do I, don't, it. I don't know it's what happened like it happened Again. yeah like it happened and then when I think the the thing that gets me the most 
or that got me the most was in, when the audience responded mm-hmm. for the first time. Mm-hmm. You get that first response, and it's like, it's like the reassurance oh, of, I'm doing the right I thing. Do, yes. <laughs> yes. I got it. So I think yep. that that's what I, helped let me, me lean too. Into yes, it. the first laugh, the first applause. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. I could do they this. like me. Yes. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's great. I, I do thank God for swinging at Beautiful, because that definitely prepared me yeah. for this now, and just like, yeah, the craziest is I had to go on one night. It was like 10 minutes before places. And yeah. I was like, okay. And it's like your body's trying to catch up with mm-hmm. the fact that you're, you're doing on. this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, here we go. You go right into like action. It's, yeah, Man, it's crazy. That's beautiful. This I love it. So you're enjoying yourself at Frozen. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. love True. it. Yeah. What was your week like, Danye? Child, don't remind me. Uh-oh. What happened? Uh-oh. This week has been so. I'll just share uh, Friday, just to give an example of what my week looked like. Mm-hmm. Friday, I woke up at about 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. to start writing. I didn't finish until 12 a.m. Hey. Right. Literally. Like, so I like had all day long you were writing. All day long. I, I took a few breaks because that's necessary right. for like yeah. your mental right. and your health. But straight through, it's just because I have so many projects and so many deadlines. And literally, I have I had like on Friday two deadlines for these two projects due about the same time. Oh. And and, and so I don't procrastinate at all. Like uh-huh. I'll be on it. I'll be organized. I started. Uh, you are very much really organized. Like, like, like that's I, the only way I can survive. I want that. That's the way I can like, survive. Because like, I'm not. That sort of way. Structure. Oh no! I and have so, to. And so, yeah, I, I I have to like be structured I down have to have an assistant. and just knowing how it, goes, how it works. Thank you so much Come to my through. assistant. <laughs> and so, like, I I started working on these projects like maybe two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like just once every week or more I would just like go back to it tighten things up get this outline together get that pitch together this that and so literally uh, this past week a multitude of things were due at the same exact time Mm. and so I literally spent the bulk of uh, this past week writing Hmm. like just literally in a corner locked away it it it, yes it is good and this is like i've been reminding myself that uh this is what i've been praying for this is what i've asked for Mm -hmm. and i'm equipped for it so i had to remind myself of that but you know we got those moments when we just like damn yeah yes i understand this is exhausting but then I had to remind myself oh Danye this is like this is aligned with your purpose right this is a part of it it's bigger than you so like line because once all this once all that that work that hard work finishes then you'll be able to reap the benefits from that and and, and (laughs) we'll be (laughs) I'm I'm laughing because I I will tell you when 12am hit I actually started crying. Did you? Yeah. Because I was done. Like, yeah. I had all this, like, I worked myself up so much all day that mm-hmm. once I finally hit send, You're like, I started crying. Yeah. I'm like, whoo. It, it was, for me, it was a small victory. Like, I did it. Yeah. But, yeah that's so a big that victory. Was, that was my week. Yes, okay. <laughs> and, and that's I all right. I still got more writing to do, but. <laughs> I feel that. Like, I'm just now, But you get to. Lord, you exactly. exactly. I was just, exactly. I was on uh, Instagram Live when you guys walked in. And I was just explaining to um, to the people that were listening, you know, five people. <laughs> my, <laughs> you know, audience my, my, five. my audience of five. My audience of my entire life. Um, <laughs> no, it was a couple people on there. It was about 30. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you said, let me clear that up. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> you really know. 
Don't try it. <laughs> um, but and that was my personal account too, not my. You know what? Now oh I'm my god! Mode. Okay, what are you doing? The mode? Get to it. Okay. But I was talking to them about you know. Um, things that happened this week and somebody was saying you, that Broadway Black needs an internship program. Mm. And I was just explaining that the past two years I've really used a lot of my time to try to train people in working mm. with Broadway Black and even just built a team for the mm-hmm. Tonys this past, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, right. And, and worked with some really great people. Cody Renard, Mm. I love him. Thank you so so much. He did an amazing job. I love job. you, Cody. He, he was the the light. If I did amazing not have him, job. I would not have had anything mm-hmm. as far as coverage for um, the Tony Awards. Is because he came through mm-hmm. so hardcore for him. So I'm so thank you so much, Cody Renard, who's the only black stage manager on Broadway right Living. now. Um, black male, male, stage, yeah, male, black male. I should say that. I'm sorry. Lisa Dawn right. Cave is over at Frozen. Yes. And so uh, speak oh, the name. Lisa's at y'all's Speak theater? the name. Yes. Wasn't she a shuffle? Did she yes, do she, Yeah. Yeah, she did. I didn't know that she was at Frozen. Mm-hmm. Now I can come back anytime I want. <laughs> no, oh, no, Lord. Uh-oh. Look, you know, you Disney, got I'm sorry, Andy. <laughs> you know, sorry. Disney, and Disney Beverly, Beverly's over at Bronx Tale. Yes, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. So, but shout out to Cody. He was amazing on our team for the Tony Awards. He did the red carpet for us, mm-hmm. and I did not have to guide him mm-hmm. I gave him the, the, the guidelines I gave him the instructions and he just took off and he, he ran with it and that yes mm-hmm. and I was just so happy that 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 he was able to do that and he came through in a crunch for me um, um, but it had not been for him I would not have had anything I had other team members that did not pull the weight mm-hmm. um, and you know it was difficult because I have my hands in so many different things. And if had right. I known, I would have just not done any of that and mm. just done it, the media room and red carpet and stuff myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was saying that it's difficult for me to find team members that are not looking for um, opportunities for themselves to be in front of the camera or to be um, mm. seen by a, di- a certain director or, you know, to be, get a picture with a, this person right, to or meet be on this the red person. carpet. Um, and so, a lot of times I spend a lot of time teaching them how to be a blogger, how to be mm-hmm. a video blogger or how to edit or how to um, just conduct yourself at a press event. Right. Or that takes a lot of energy out of me. Mm-hmm. Like a, maybe for somebody else, it's not a lot of work. But for me to deal with a lot of different personalities and teach them how I want things to be done yeah. um, is draining. And yeah. so I've spent two years trying to do that. And I have gotten out of writing. I've gotten out of doing the the bare Necessities that I would do on my own anyway, trying to teach other people how to do them. Right, and mm-hmm. you got to feed yourself. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm getting back to, just now getting back to writing, and so this week was really about me um, choosing events and experiences that made me fall in love with the theater again. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be able to enjoy the theater again, and they were asking me too, like, you know, have you seen Carmen Jones? Have you seen Passover? Have you seen certain certain shows? I said, you know, to be honest, there are certain places that I have not gotten to yet just because it... it will give me anxiety to be in places where people are going to expect things from me. Mm -hmm. Um, I can no longer attend the theater without people expecting me to do something for them or be somewhere for them or promote something for them or post an Insta story for them. Hmm. Um, So it's difficult. Like I even get, I get text messages in four or three or four o'clock in the morning of people wanting, Hey, can you put out my press release or Hey, here's my poster um, for this. And Mm -hmm. it's like, in my Facebook Messenger, I can, there's no safe space mm-hmm. for me right. to have to be able to just enjoy yeah. or be. Um, I think and people so, forget that at the end of the day, we're all just humans mm-hmm. yeah. trying to pursue what we want to do as well. Yeah. yeah, and and I'm 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 okay with that, and I think that's a part of 
me learning how to um, maneuver people into the right directions and and place them where I need them to be for my safety and for my mm-hmm. comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, so in restructuring my website and, and giving people links to, hey, if you want me to do this, here's this, here's this price sheet, here's that, um, so that people know exactly. And I, I haven't, and this comes with organization. Mm-hmm. My thing has always been, I have a big picture mentality. I know what it is that I want to accomplish. I know what it is that I need to do. Um, but the details sometimes, the steps. yeah, the yeah. steps escape me. Um, and so this week was about me just experiencing and and doing things that helped me fall in love with the theater again and get me to write again. So I um, went to the show Show Up. Um, it's a company where they do a dining experience and it's almost like a play within a dining experience. So it's mm-hmm. an immersive theater experience. I saw yeah. your IG. I was like, oh, this looks amazing. It was so like, much It looked like it fun. was like you just get to just enjoy and be. Yes, but then like the characters. So they send you an email with all the details mm-hmm. and then you have to, you know, watch this video with all the rules and things and, and you know, they tell you what your relationship is to the host mm-hmm. and you just end up going and you start talking and they and the, the host and the characters start talking to you because they've done the research on you so they know oh wow yeah so you, you <laughs> have to send, know, like, right you have to I don't know you you have to send in your you have to send in your social media handles and okay. I love you say social security card I was I'm like, like hold on what are you talking about <laughs> hold on I ain't going hold on hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you done did too much I ain't going you My won't birth see me there <laughs> what what you need this for listen <laughs> so you have to send in your social media handles so uh-huh. they, and you send in your, oh, okay. your Facebook Twitter and so they go and you know know who you are so when you come in they're like hey they greet you they know your name that's amazing it's um, scary it's really it is a little scary but it was also like really fun mm-hmm. um, and so there was a big fight there was a big blow up there was like confrontation and like <laughs> the, what, how they react is like based on us so like I can tell you oh. the story because oh. wait is it the same there. for every party no, no, it's or different. is it different so this was for, episode okay. 4 so some of the characters are the episode same episode 4 yes so this is a dinner party experience where they have episodes it's almost like a TV show as okay. well so like the first episode oh. you introduce some of the characters and it keeps going on and, and on so this four, this was the fourth <laughs> episode and they give you like the background to the first three episodes you can go and watch it on their Insta story or the oh, Instagram oh okay and so you get the background but you don't need it it's not necessary okay. to have okay. it but you know this is episode 4 so they had um, this was a dinner party party for Derek um, character played by um, Jude Thibodeau I think that's how you oh, say his name. Yeah, Jude. Jude. Yeah, Jude mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, and so he was the, the main character. It was his party. It was He was celebrating a business win. Um, and so he had invited us. And then he had his friend Carlos. And wait, this is, um, I'm, I think I'm getting confused. Is this real life or these are the characters? So these are the characters. Okay. Yeah, yeah, these are the characters. <laughs> I'm like, wait, come on. So Derek, catch up. Jude is playing Derek. And then a guy named uh, Darius is playing um, Carlos. Okay, and Nick is caught up now. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> Come through. So we're celebrating a business win. Carlos is a character that I, they all have been in previous episodes. So they have okay. relationships, like mm-hmm. uh, connected relationships. Yeah. But for this particular event, Carlos invited Derek's sister, unknowing, unknowingly to him, to uh-huh. this party. And so she showed up and like, she had this big old bag. She came from D.C. She didn't know where she was going to be staying at. She talking to me like, um, and I'm thinking like she's saying like, she's not going to be staying at my house. I don't know why. She's like, <laughs> like so I'm like, with you, you girl. Like, like what's you, up? Why are you telling me you ain't You a little too friendly. To right. Um, so she's like, telling me you ain't got no place. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. Like, did you ask you know, her that? Yes. Are you like, I well, why are you, you telling like, me that? You know that I, yes. You know that I did. Why are you telling me that? You probably look just like they had that smile on your yeah, face. Like, oh, like girl, why you, 
That's cool. I can't really help you though. <laughs> I'll be like, I don't know why you asking me. You're not gonna. That's your brother, right? Like, don't your so brother that's got why a spot? I knew that something was something was off no. between their relationship because she didn't have a place to stay, and she didn't okay. know she was gonna stay at her brother's house. And then, you know, she was trying to sell some beauty products and. Um, Come on, Mary Kay. Yeah, now, is everyone like, at the party watching this exchange between well, the two of you? No, no, no. Like, like everybody's, they were in their own. Everybody's in everybody's their own. own. Yeah, so you oh, interacting okay. with it's all like the characters. Real, like, it's a real party. Show, right. okay. So, like, a, a certain point, Derek got mad and he was on the phone with his ex-girlfriend. Um, and I thought she was going to show up to the party, but she didn't. He just ended up having conversations. She was <laughs> mad that she wasn't at the party. And so he went into the bathroom, but the windows in the bathroom are open. And so I can hear the conversation. So I'm standing by the... And then one dude... Yes, you better stand by. I'm standing by the... <laughs> so you get all these shots. I needed to know all the points of You're the like, story. I want to know what's going to happen next. Right, right. I was like, this shit might be showing up. Like, I was all in. You're like, I'm going to be the first one. It was one, dude, it was one dude that did not know. What like, he didn't read on. his email. Oh, no, so he did not no. Really know what was lost. happening. So he kept calling me messy. He's like, you messy. <laughs> like, he kept calling me messy because he didn't realize what was happening. He was like, happening. you need to get out of these people's right, business. Right, you in their business. Like, he just stepped to the side. Yes, messy. Because... It was one one time where he was talking about his girlfriend. Like he was talking. We were having an open conversation about um, going on breaks and dating. Mm-hmm. And he was talking. About, he said, "Well, maybe you need to ask Rebecca because we were on a, a break." And this is. I said, "Oh, well, who was Rebecca?" And then we started talking about his girlfriend. This is and that. Talking about he met another girl at the last dinner party they were at. He met another girl there. Ended up having sex with her. Um, and now that was his girlfriend. Or and it was a white girl. So we started talking about interracial rela- interracial uh, relationships, yeah. and interracial dating. It was just. This sound like, uh, like it's it was, so full. It and was complex. so great. Like it was really great. Then we ended up having dinner. Like this was just the cocktail hour. So yeah. then we ended up having dinner. And they okay. had a big blow up <laughs> fight. And like she was trying to tell us about like so first we played a game, like we wrote down accomplishments and goals and regrets. And so we mm. went and we picked them up and we had to guess whose it was. Okay. And at the end of that, she's How like, How many you know, people are at this party? Like ten. Oh, okay. Wow. It's a really small intimate okay. dinner party. But it's something I would do like with my friends for like a birthday or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was and, like so- how long? This was like three or four hours. Wow. We were there. We started at seven o'clock on the dot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were there to maybe like 1030. Wow. Yeah. 1030, 11 o'clock. Um, but it was so much fun that when we were the, the height, the climax of it all, she was trying to sell us this cosmetic scrub like this mm-hmm. um, this hand sister scrub. just like, came in and ain't yeah. no one to well she, right she came in and, and but she all <laughs> but night I'm gonna make some money okay. about, I might not have somewhere to lay my head <laughs> <laughs> all I'm gonna get she was coin. us about this network marketing company that she had you know started and she was gonna be selling these hand scrubs and beauty products and stuff okay. and so you know my you know, by this time my, I'm ignorant uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to egg on the confrontation and like figure out what's going on like Messy. oh she said so you know guys it's just a, a time and Derek is looking at her her brother's looking at her like what is she about to say she said you know guys you know well, while, while we've played that game it just seems like you know everybody's connected and like everybody's you know in support of one another and say oh girl you about to try to sell us these beauty products aren't you <laughs> and so I started singing no scrubs oh no <laughs> I don't want no. Wait, no I think scrubs. I saw that on your yeah. IG. I'm like, <laughs> we started singing those girls because didn't nobody. Oh I said, girls, nobody wants your scrubs. You got everybody in the room. Oh no, I got you. This one girl. I don't want to scrub. The entire room right, is we, you. Yes. And then what happened? Look, I'm like, what happened next? And what happened? What happened? So then she like got into a. You saw the argument where they got into it. And, like he was telling, calling her ghetto and like saying that she um, wasted the money that their father had given her. He had given her fifty thousand dollars the year before, and like she. Deep 
details. Wasted it. All like, the details. And so all then of them. My guess was like, sort of just, he like has secondhand embarrassment. Seth, you remember uh-huh. Seth last week. He had secondhand embarrassment. So he was like, oh no, like, oh, like he was like really freaking out. So the girl like started crying. He oh. said, oh, he said, those are real tears. <laughs> and so she ran out. So he ran after her and like they ended up sitting in the floor in the, in the, um, in the Airbnb space uh-huh. They, uh-huh. in the apartment. They ended up sitting on the floor and like he was giving her real advice and saying like, you know, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about your business as long as you're happy. And I know that's it's right. You. Like he was giving her Come real on. advice. Through. So Words of wisdom. A, he was very much a, a wonderful experience. Like I, I highly recommend oh, it. That to, so, so bestdinnerpartyever.com. All right. The company's called Show Up. You can find them on Instagram, show underscore up underscore, I believe. Oh, I gotta um, look into that. That actually sounds amazing. It's like instead of doing like escape room stuff or stuff yeah. like that, I think you should hire this company. Yeah, yeah, I think you should hire this company. And it comes with food. It was catered. Oh, nice. The food was great. Mm-hmm. We had cocktails. And like, did they choose the place where it's going to happen? Yeah, so they choose. Okay. They choose. They chose everything. All we had nice. to do was show up. Hey, I know that's right. Yeah, that's so it was so really dope. cute. I had a really great that's time. So, so I got to do. So that. we're doing that for Drew's birthday. Oh, come on now, <laughs> show on up. So I got to do that. And it better this be messy. Week. And I, I really just stayed home and just and and um. I really just stayed home for the most part and just sort of gathered my footing about where I want to do. I, I wrote some things this week. I did an interview with Bradley Gibson, who's going to be yeah, uh, in Lion King. Simba in the Lion yeah. King. So he's, his first show is tomorrow. Oh. Yay, um, Bradley. I also signed on to do press for Maurice Hines. Mm. Oh, nice. um, so I'll be doing that. He'll be doing a concert at the Triad in, in, um, in August. Okay. Um, so I'm doing that. So this week was just about recentering myself. Wait, you saw Songs for a New World? I did see Songs for a New World. My I'm friend jealous. Michael Rose. I am very jealous that you got to see Listen, that. Listen, I want to be Alea, Mike, come on. Like, they are singing. Phenomenal. Like, I know it. I know it. Singing. Like, I'll play a little clip. I, you know, I got a little. Yes, the highlights. Side. Yeah, I got a little. He is yeah. living at Cindy Center right now. My show. Right. The Voice of the Tree. And then I know, I he is living like, at City Center. I said, wait, I didn't know he was in it. It said Voice of the Tree. I was like, he might be he singing out here. Right. He's hum. And then he started humming. Like, the, I was it like, wasn't a cute Michael. Song. Like, you better get your life. You yes. are in that building. Yes. But this is the first okay. time that, that Michael has been, like, a... He's always been a feature performer, mm-hmm. but this he was really it's a standout. Yes. yes, like he, he was that. in it. Like he had choices. He had movement. I mean, he was dancing. Like mm-hmm. come on, the choreography was really great in this show too. Like, yeah, I heard that they like it was very incorporated movement and yes, everything. Mm-hmm. It was very contemporary. The it was just nicely done all the mm-hmm. way around. The musical direction. I would have liked a little bit more. Um, I would have liked a little bit more evenness or or balance in the sound design. Mm, so okay. the the band sounded great, um, the singer sounded great, but I didn't like the balance in between the because I couldn't hear all the vocal choices. But I did come to an invited dress, so mm-hmm. that oh, could have so changed. they were probably mixing, right, right. Right. trying to figure it while out while we were yeah. doing a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, while they were doing the show. So, but it was absolutely phenomenal. Shoshana and Michael were the standouts. Um, you know. You everybody was great, but yes. Shoshana and Michael were my you just leaned everything. In a little more. Oh my god, a lot more. Like they made their own choices. You know, we fall in love with with those um, songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with these songs. Oh, that reminds me. Somebody wrote me on Instagram and said something about this in particular, um, and he just wanted to know my opinion on it. And I thought it was just very interesting the conversation that we were having about um, this show and how certain people just don't believe that. He was saying that one of his co let me just read it because he was saying one of his co-workers didn't believe that this was a show that he would like. Mm-hmm. Um and he didn't understand why she would think that because, you know, we all love Songs for a New World. Like yeah. Songs for a New World is a staple mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Um 
Why can't I find this note? That's how it be. I'm about to find it for real because we had a whole big old long conversation about it. You better have a whole big old long conversation. <laughs> so while you look it up, this actually just hit me. I'm like, how the fuck did you forget this, Danye? What? So I think it might have been, and you were there. I uh, was there where? Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? This is when you saw songs. New yeah, World. yeah, yeah. Was that Tuesday? Was it Tuesday? Tuesday or Wednesday. One of those days. It might have um, been Wednesday. And so I go to the theater, and who is there front row? Into Zaki Shange. Ah, yes. yes. My God. Yes. My God. I fell into myself. Yes. She was just, and it, it, it was so nice to like see her like lean in and like have these moments and just really experience the peace. And then yes. afterwards, talking to her and just like feeling her warm, amazing energy. Like I've I've read her work in particular, uh for colored girls, I actually lost yeah. count how many times. Just mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge fan of work that is uh so simple mm-hmm. but yet so full at the mm-hmm. same exact time. Yes. I'm like how the hell honest. yeah how like how do you do that as a writer? So simple, yet so full and so vast. And so to see her there, to have her there, I literally felt like I That's beautiful. was on a whole other playing space. It was amazing. Yes. Like I feel lifted. Like that was so, what yes. carried me throughout the week. So what did she say to you? like afterwards? <clears throat> she was like she <laughs> she had the nerve to tell me thank you. Yes, she did. Yeah. No, thank you for your work, Miss <laughs> Shange. Thank you. What you thanking me for? But she, she, she just said a thank you. It was uh, so beautiful. It was moving. She really enjoyed herself. She loved the story, mm. and I damn near fell out. Mm. Hearing her say those words to me, yeah, I damn near fell. But you're out. in that circle. She yeah, has was, given to you. You've given to her. And oh it's my beautiful. gosh! It was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. That was uh, that was a moment that I know yeah. I'm gonna hold on. I love that. But yeah, I'm, and I was there. I forgot I came over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. I was present. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the one that took pictures. And I took that. <laughs> I forgot I was there taking pictures of Intizaki <laughs> Because you know, it's, oh. it's so funny that these are the people that shaped and. and and mm-hmm. built our worlds and and to mm-hmm. have them be in our same space and and yeah. lift us up and to be pour our back peers. into you. Yeah. yeah yep yeah that is just that, like, so wild yes to and me. like yeah. I'm in the room with this person that has like poured into me in so many yeah. ways and they're take like what? taking their time yeah. to see something that I've created yeah or to to give me some type of word of encouragement mm-hmm. and they don't have to and you know yeah. she is. Older, she's you know mm-hmm. getting up there, yep. um, and and it, it, I'm just amazed. Um, like I'm, you said, I'm, like her taking the time yeah. coming to see the show, and then because. And she, all them steps. Them, she she could have left afterwards. She ain't had to say a damn near right. word to my ass. But she, <laughs> she stayed to talk, to take pictures. Yeah. Um, it was it was truly a beautiful and uh, humbling moment. It's like, okay, this is why. One of the reasons why I'm doing what I do. Those yeah. moments are exactly. the best. And she helped everything. that happen. Yeah. yeah. But going back and not no 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. going back to what I was speaking about with Songs for New World um, this gentleman wrote me a message and, and asked um, he said so I work for Samuel French I won't give his name but he said I, I work for Samuel French and I, have, and I have for other organizations and notice that while they are open to ethnic shows they tend to of course have many plays that are not diverse in their catalog I just wonder and maybe there there are podcasts that address this but as a representative of Broadway Black do you see, see everything out there sort of to compare explore new ways people are 
explore new ways people are able to get their platform out there, et cetera, or if it's more of let's focus on what we do. I hope this makes sense. I said, I'm not sh- sure I fully understand. Are right. you asking, do I see all shows or things we do as a people? are only things we do as a people. Mm. Um, he said, yes, pretty much. I said, okay. As a lover of theater in general, I like to sing things that interest me. Right. However, more often than not, a play lacking any black people or any people of color rarely interests me anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As much as I love classic pieces, I'm not. I'm no longer blind and subconsciously trying to enter and be accepted in that world of theater. White people are not the standard of theater as they've been made to believe they've just had access to it longer. So I don't ever feel the need to compare. I feel the need to be moved and spoken to. I hope that answers your question. He said, yes, very much so. It's very interesting to hear you. And he's very interesting to hear. And I love your viewpoint. I just hate that this view is so rarely able to reach the masses that it should. It happened to it happened to be a conversation I was having with one of my colleagues as we, as we spoke about the shows I go to see versus her. So when I mentioned going to see Songs for a New World, she was shocked. But my mind. But in my mind, I'm like, I love the show and Michael is phenomenal. But thank you for answering my question. Look forward to more. Hmm. So um, was his coworker shocked that he was going to see the show because a black man was I, in it? I think that she was shocked just because it's Jason Robert Brown and maybe they don't white people don't believe that we are fans of like Jason Robert Brown or, oh, or wow. songs for a new world or that's yeah. like a musical that is traditionally you know it's a lot of white people in it right I mean and, but even with last five years like he just did that recently with, right, with Cynthia Joshua and, and, yeah. yeah so it's like I don't know like what that like what I, that I mean meant. I believe what he's saying mm-hmm. I believe right she, of course of course yeah like she probably just did not think that he would be interested in this music but we as black people like musical theater if we're here like we're not here for the the money because it ain't that great well I mean and when you think about it musical theater it (laughs) sadly overpopulated with many white people and so like we have no choice we have no choice but to like it because that's what musical theater is is. (laughs) like I mean not in that way but you know like it's like yeah I'm a consumer of this and I I love to listen to this music so whether it's written by a white person a black person sung by a white person whatever I can find the beauty in it if I can if I like it in the music and the words and the story it's not just about right who wrote it but then again to me too it's about who wrote it (laughs) yeah 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 and how do I connect to know, to it, right, right? Yeah. How, and oh, because that that changes things for me. It um, does. It changes to how I how I listen to the piece. It mm-hmm. changes to it changes how the perspective. I, yeah, um, you know, because sometimes you have to take things with a grain of salt from from certain people. Like, yeah, that's so true. You can't you can't just take it just because. And even if they're black, you can't just take it just because they're black. Because there's some black playwrights that have been getting a lot of recognition that I don't necessarily agree with their politics or how they mm-hmm. operate in this particular theater community. Mm-hmm. You know, we got some sambos in the mm-hmm. in the in the community, and that is difficult. Um, and it affects how I see their work. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was an interesting conversation that he brought that up. But um, I saw songs for New World. All that shit was happening this week. I just sort of took a break this week. That was really my week. I just that's all I wanted to get out. I just like got <laughs> rambled and really never got to the point. But <laughs> you better tell the fullness of your week yeah, in full detail. So like, I'm, there, I'm just there. I'm in a place where I am able to actually write again. Mm-hmm. And that is oh, that's beautiful. That yeah. Is, yeah, it's been like two, two and a half years. Like for me to feel comfortable because I've always felt like people were hanging on to my words and I could never really mm. make a mistake or there couldn't be any grammatical errors or I couldn't and now it's just like, you know what? Just, I'm just going to put this out there. Just be. And, and and I can be okay. And I can edit it later. If I see something later, I can change it. Yeah. I, it's not permanent. Right. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's what and I felt like. That. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's not permanent. Mm-mm. So um, I'm just not. I'm happy to be there because of getting to a place where I could even just come out of the house was a big thing. Getting mm-hmm. this show was really a catalyst for a lot of me getting back to work, mm-hmm. and I've been wanting the website to be back up and running in the way that I, you know, used to have it. But it takes time to really develop that content and get a game plan and um, get the energy about myself. Especially when you have that. so much love for something, right? You just don't want it to be all haphazard and like, what oh, the because fuck they is will, this? You know mm-hmm. what? People will, they will Come try to you. guilt you mm-hmm. into doing it the way that they half ass and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm like, they're like, just put it up. Just like, do it. No. Like, just get it out oh, there. I don't, I don't no. operate like that. <laughs> I, I cannot. This Nor should you. Yeah. But they, because it, if, if I don't promote their show or if it's not getting out in the time that they believe or it's Bye. not. Interview for them, and it's not going up when they think it should. Then it's like, oh, you know, well, he doesn't really support me, or he doesn't want to. But a lot of people have, have hit me up have have not noticed that they still want me to. People still want me to release their press releases and do advertising and marketing and and press for them. Mm-hmm. But nobody's even noticed that I haven't posted anything. Right, you're like, but you're on, not checking for me. Right. Like, can you check in with how anything. I'm doing, please, and where right. I am right now I on my journey? Like, nope, just do on this the website. The, the, I mean, the content on the site right now, maybe we did a post for, about the Tony Awards and we yeah. did a post about, you know, some stuff that happened months ago because I was testing out a new team mm-hmm. and trying to train a new team. And so that has gone by the wayside. But it's just like, you don't even know that I haven't even posted Yeah, that goes anything. to show they're not checking for you. They're not just like, the uh, can you help me with my thing? Like that's literally it, and it it, not bog- checking and it not boggles caring. my mind yeah. so much, and it's like I don't want to take this personally, but I sort of do take but it. But you kind of have to, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> I sort of do take it personally, but it's like, how do I get past that? Because once I start working again, then of course I'll be more in a place mm-hmm. to be able to do that. But then when I start attaching prices to things, then people are gonna look at me <laughs> like, like a little crazy, like, right? Like side now eye. you want to charge? You mean you trying to make money too? You mean this is your career? You trying to live? You trying to what you doing? You trying to be? You trying to make a paycheck? But I thought you had another job. Like this, just something you do for like you know your people on a humble level. Well, and there's a lot of people that do that. There are a lot of Facebook groups. There are posts. But see, my thing is, I like this ain't a Facebook group. Exactly. I'm here to develop content by us. For us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not just posting New York Times links and, and Broadway.com links and say, oh, look at us black people on the other people's, you know, digital outlets. Look at, you know, mm. no, let's have our own thing. Yeah. But people get behind the scenes and they start working with me and see how much work it actually takes because I guess I make it look easy. Mm. That all of a sudden now it's like, oh, this is too much or oh, you're expecting too much. It's like, no, I'm Yo, doing my job. I'm, right. This is what I came here to do. This is the caliber of my work. Right. <laughs> and so and that's what I want to keep it at. But super ahead. curious. Uh, like, what are the things, and like you were talking about it, like what are the things that you all do to help you continue to be in love with what it is that you do? Like going like day after day, night after night on stage and like, putting yourself into the work so much you talking about everything that you have like going on and being able to like have a beautiful successful necessary platform and like I was just talking about this week all the damn writing I had to do right mm-hmm. I'm curious like, meantime, what are the things that we do to keep us grounded going, and invested yeah. and going and in love with it well I'm I think curious. that you I mean I'm speaking I'm gonna speak for you but you I better think that speak you, for me <laughs> that you speak write, wisely right. speak well come on now cause I'm right here come correct that you that you write for yourself mm-hmm that you know that you don't just do the work for other people but yeah. you know for the project that you're passionate about yes you enjoy those things but you write for yourself because you wrote that letter this week about oh, in response to mm-hmm. the New York Times article which we talked about last week in the Fair review nonsense. but it was so beautifully and, and eloquently written um, 
that that was powerful. I might have to republish it. I was just gonna ask you that too. But, Come through. Um, well, I'm but, not asking. I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna republish it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not I'm asking. I'm, 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 I'm letting you know. Right, I'm gonna republish it this week because it was just so beautiful. But um, in the way that I operate, I think that I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just now discovering mm-hmm. what it is because I literally fell out of love with this right. business. Mm-hmm. I fell mm-hmm. out of love with the people. The only thing that literally keeps me going are the messages that I get from kids mm-hmm. and people that are entering college mm-hmm. and saying, yeah. because mm-hmm. of Broadway That's Black, so real. I'm able to do this now. Yeah. That is literally the only thing. Me working and doing the talkbacks and bringing, you know, 25 kids to, you know, Once on This Island mm-hmm. or, um, you know, taking them backstage and, yeah. you know, bringing people to, to Wicked. I've took some, you know, people on stage to Wicked this past week and, um, you know, just doing those types of things and inspiring people to enter this industry and change it for the better is what keeps me going. Right. Because half of these motherfuckers in this industry, these niggas don't deserve it. Ooh. The platform that I have, they do not deserve. Hmm. Um, and it's devastating to me because I entered this business with such a bright eyed and bushy tailed and just, oh my gosh, I'm in Willy Wonka's cho- chocolate factory. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I got jaded. People, yeah, I right? got jaded. And so I fell out of love. So I'm just now discovering what helps me mm-hmm. to stay invested and stay in it. Because yeah. I've had a lot of breaks over the past years. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to live in New York City and, you know, try, trying to just, just trying to eat. Yeah, and just to living how to here is yeah, a, is a yeah, journey in itself. Yes. It really is. So, I mean, I've taken a lot of breaks, but I'm getting to a point where I am able to just be and 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 I have to learn how to separate myself from people. Hmm. And that means in all ways in separate myself from from separate my feelings from them, mm-hmm. separate my story from them, separate um, my journey from theirs. Mm-hmm. I have to realize mm-hmm. that everybody's on their own yeah. journey. Comparison. No, 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 thing. No, no, no. Yeah, there's thing. there's no way that I can compare. There's no way that I can put you never know what people are going through. Mm-hmm. I have to constantly remember that because I know that I want people to 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 treat me with care. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm learning that. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting to a, a place where I'm able to learn that I have to treat people with care. They're fragile. You never yeah. know what they're going through. And I cannot take things personally. Um, and that's difficult for me. That's because, a hard one. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when, when I started this, it was about me. Like, it's always been about me. Mm-hmm. So to do something and, and build a platform that is not about me, mm-hmm. because I moved to, to New York to be an actor. Mm-hmm. So yeah. us as artists and, and actors, and those things are about us. Yeah. You being a writer, those things are about you, your stories, the things that, you, that come out of telling you. Telling your mm-hmm. story, yeah. I'm telling everybody else's story. Mm. I don't get a lot of times to tell or talk about myself, which is why I had needed this podcast. Yeah. I needed to be able to get out and I, I don't want it to feel like it's it's self-indulgent no, or self-serving. No, it's not me, 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 but there's a balance. But it's self-care. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, it's self-care because I was internalizing a lot of things and I was becoming very angry mm-hmm. um, and jaded with the business because mm-hmm. I wasn't able to get out the things that I was experiencing because nobody else was experiencing them because nobody else was doing what it is what I was doing. doing. Yeah. Like the microaggressions from white people and the, uh, the, the jealousy from black people because they think that I'm more than what it is that I'm actually and people have a, a skewed view of what Broadway mm. Black is or where we're at mm. and what the position is and so people have they, they're jealous or they feel that they should be where I am at or and I'm like please come take it <laughs> like please come do it I want you to <laughs> you only knew yeah, baby. like please come and Why do it but kept? all of those things just like well because people want what you have but they don't understand the frustrations or the journey or the Issues that come that you are up against to accomplish what it is you've accomplished. Yeah, and I feel like I haven't really even accomplished a 
I'm just on the top of the, I'm just on the top of the mountain. Like I'm not even I shouldn't even that's not even a good analogy because I'm not at the top of the mountain. You're climbing. I'm climbing, climbing the mountain. Like I'm I feel like I'm at like a good plateau right now, mm-hmm. but there is so much more heal, so much so many more things that I want to accomplish with this platform and I know right. that it's possible, but I refuse to not do it in excellence. I just refuse. I know that's no, right. No, cuz what's the point? Right. I know that's right. Um, what's the and point? I know I just ramble y'all. But like you talking, you just yeah, getting it. That's called love. You getting it? You getting it? Listen, because I'm passionate about it. It makes me it it. it and you know, Danny, we've had these conversations mm-hmm. for years, um, with heartbreak, with team building, with learning how to you know deal with white people in this press in the press agencies and the advertising agencies, and trying to advocate for myself because I'm mm-hmm. I'm so passionate about this that people take advantage because I'm like, I can get money for this. Like people can actually mm-hmm. pay me. They'll pay me to do this. Mm-hmm. That is wild to me. I I didn't, you know, for the first couple of years before Invisible Thread, I didn't even, I was just, right. it was just passion for me. Right. I was yeah. just, right, right, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm still working a, a nine to five job and, and serving tables, bartending at night and trying mm-hmm. to go see shows and trying to show up for people. And I was yeah. doing a lot of shit for free. Then you're like, oh, I can get coins for doing see what that. I love. Yeah, yeah. And so when I stopped doing it, and the people started looking at me like, Funny, like, like, hold on now. I, I, well, I can't keep doing this for free, but you no. know, um, yeah. So it's a lot. I'm just now getting to a place where I'm learning how to keep doing what I love and not let it overwhelm me and not right. let it get me out of pocket. But what yeah. do you do, Aisha? Um, I think um, in the same vein, for me, like giving back to the community is very important to mm-hmm. me, or or like educating those younger than me. Like mm-hmm. uh, we had a group of kids come from PS 107. It's up in the Bronx, mm-hmm. and they came, um, and I saw them. They got to see me on as Anna. And I come out, and all these little voices, like, Anna, Anna, Anna. Oh and I God. about died. Oh. My, heart, my heart was melting. And I was yes. like, who are these little people? And, you know, I go and I talk to them. And then I um, I didn't have my phone. And so the vice principal was there. I didn't know she was a vice principal. She was just a chaperone with them. And mm-hmm. I was like, can you send me that? Like, can you email it to me? So she emails me the pictures. And I... I opened that email and immediately started bawling my mm-hmm. eyes out. Mm-hmm. And for me, I don't get to go on eight times a week. I don't get to do it all the time, which can be equally as frustrating as mm-hmm. having to go on and like put out all yeah, that energy yeah. every day. But to me, those young men and women are the reason why I do it. And so that kind of, that energizes me to like, okay, don't get so frustrated about this aspect or about this and don't, you know, you get to do this for them. You get to represent them on stage. You get to allow them to see themselves mm-hmm. portrayed in a way that they might not. Because it's not a play about being black or right. a play about, you know, it's like mm-hmm. it's just a character who just so happens to be black. Right. And um, so that in that vein, like I she emailed me those pictures and then asked me to come speak at their career day. Mm-hmm. So then I got to go back and like oh, talk to, wow. and I go to the classroom and the little girl has her playbill with my signature on it and uh. a sticker of Anna on it. Oh. And just like, hi, this, this is you, right? And I was like, she's like, I remember you. And like, she knew I was coming that day and brought her playbill and yeah. all tattered up to school. And I was like, okay, thank you. But that pours into me and I'm there to pour into them. Yeah. But that like, that gives me like, okay, charges I'm doing yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing and like, I'm good to go. This is what it's about. Yeah. This that. is what it's yeah. about. So, A similar story happened this week. Mm. Um, Malika, 
who is a good friend of ours. Yeah, I love Malika. She is an amazing black director, black woman director. Um, fierce. Yes. Fierce moves. Fierce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had this to say um, on a Facebook status that she posted. She just directed a production of The Little Mermaid at a school. Um, and so it says, okay, let me also say this. Um, my exceptionally beautiful spirit of an Ariel did not originally audition to be Ariel. When we asked the kids to fill out the audition sheet with who they wanted to audition for, what character they wanted to play, she put down Flounder. I was confused because hmm. she had one of the strongest voices out of all the kids. So I went to her and asked her why. I knew that she was my Ariel, but I didn't want to force that on mm. her if she felt as though she did not want to be a lead. When I asked her, she told me the only reason she put down Flounder was because that because that was the part she thought she could get. She did not put down Ariel she did not put Ariel down because she thought she could never be Ariel. Wow. She never thought that she could play the lead. Only wow. white girls could play the head mermaid. Mm. I'm adding this edit so you can get the full scope of what I'm saying about the boxes society puts around black children. She was Dorothy in The Wiz the year before, so she knew she could play a lead, a lead. black girl, mm -hmm. but she didn't think she could get the lead role if white girls were also an option. Mm. She truly thought she didn't even have a chance. Even with a black woman sitting behind the casting table, she did not think she had a chance to be wow. Ariel. Do you hear me? Mm. The year is 2018 and we have young, talented black children still getting the message loud and clear that they are not leads. It is my job to teach them that they are. Watch the tape for yourself. She's amazing. She is a breath of fresh air. I'm writing this because I want you guys to make sure that you're... I want, I'm writing this because I want you guys to make sure that you were doing everything that you can to teach our kids that mm. they can be any and everything. Y'all want actions for steps... Y'all want action steps for resistance? This is an action action step. This whole process was a gift. It reminded me why I do this. Hmm. Yeah. So, and the girl can sing. Like, she's yeah. a, a really good singer. Um, let me see if I can play. Hey. Y'all, she can sing. I don't yes. care what y'all talking about. She has She's technique. She's like, right. She has sing technique. It. She has vibrato. Y'all, okay. So I'm going to post that on. See, and this is what I'm talking about, too. I'm about to start posting stuff that I am passionate about again. Mm -hmm. This makes me passionate. Yeah. This is a story that we need to hear. This mm -hmm. is a a thing that everybody needs to read. Like, this is what I want to talk about. Yes. I'm like, through. Come through. oh, that just, it just lights you me you up. Yes. And, and like one thing I'll say fire. about uh, Malika, we've worked together, been in rehearsal rooms time and time again. She is 100% always herself a beautiful amazing like black woman who mm -hmm. always centers herself and her artistry around black woman and there have been plenty of times where she was this black woman guiding the ship and everyone else on the team was white mm -hmm. and she was still a hundred percent herself yeah. not wavering at all at all and letting them know this is what we're going to do this is what's going to happen and this is how it's going to happen and if you got any qualms about it you can leave right now mm. like she, it, it, and, and, and so hearing that is just a reminder of 
knowing that people like her exist in the world and how necessary it is to have people like Malika who are like giving so much to not just those that are her peers, but like those who hopefully will be coming up after her and fueling them with everything that they need to know that you can do it. You're you supposed to do yeah. it and you're going to do it. Right. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I love it so much. Like, ah, that's, that's what we need. Yeah. Instead of, you know, Speaking, going on to the next thing that we're going to talk about is racist trolls, uh, people that tear others down. Um, you know, and it's we can't we can't go a week without some type of racism in the theater community. But yet we're so diverse. We're so you know we're so. Aren't we? You know, I, I think from so, now on, whenever someone says that, I'm going to ask how. Like mm-hmm. literally, list to me how. How list yeah. to me how. Right, because this is what I know. Hamilton. This is what I know. And how else? Um, so Jelani Aladdin, who is in the show with Aisha. Yeah, Crystal. Yes. Uh, he, and he's such a... I saw him a couple of weeks ago at the Playbill event. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At Cadillac House. And he's just so nice. Yes. Um, just good energy, good spirit. Sweetheart. Um, he posted something on Instagram, and mm. it was a screenshot of comment section. So he got comments saying... Mm. Um, from one person in particular that was basically trolling him and saying, Christoph is a white guy because he is a Norwegian, not a nigga, is what this person said. They also said, not my Christoph. Christoph is a white Norwegian, not a coon. This is a this stuff th- is real, y'all. Mm-hmm. So it's and real. This is comments that he's leaving on, you know, frozen pictures. In 2018. Um, this is gay as fuck. Christoph is white. Stupid uh, SJWS is trying to please niggas. Um, why can't the reindeer be a unicorn since Christoph is black, right? What? Right. I, like, I am so confused um, by this. But Jelani responded, and he actually, he added and tagged the boy. I know <laughs> that's right. He said, you want I your, your right. moment of glory? Here right. you go. Get it. You want he your said, minute of fame? Right. He said, dear Joshua, despite how hard you may try to bring me down, it is simply impossible. Come on. I am sorry you can't seem to understand that Frozen is an imaginary world. Yes, rooted in Scandinavian influences, but alas, it is not historically accurate or real in any sense. Hmm. I challenge you to find me taking snowman or... I challenge you to find me a talking snowman or a woman that can shoot ice out of her hands. <laughs> I You're challenge the, you. Right. <laughs> You're the exact person our show our show is meant for. I will happily purchase you a ticket to come. Come on. I got a Broadway check and I can purchase you a ticket to come see my black ass <laughs> with your in this show with that right. Okay. <laughs> come see for yourself the beautiful rainbow of color and cultures on our stage and come to understand that it does nothing to the spirit of the characters. Every actor in this play, especially mm-hmm. myself, is dedicated to bringing to, is dedicated to bringing to life. Again, a Imaginary characters the best way we can. I will not apologize for my black skin, for my casting, for the bravery of Disney theatricals hiring multiple people of color to fill the again imaginary world. Mm. Of, how do you say this? Uh, Arendelle. Arendelle. Arendelle? Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for you because whether you like it or not, my casting, my existence, my artistry is the future of America, the future of theater, the future of the world, and those who aren't on board. That just becomes a personal issue that you need to search yourself on. So thank you for blowing up my Instagram today with these comments of hate and bigotry, as it will only make my beacon of light shine brighter in Frozen Broadway mm-hmm. tonight. Come on, boom! Um, and yeah, he went in. Yeah, he that did. was a couple of days ago, and like Jelani was not playing. Like, he and did. he's been right. receiving these messages, and I'm sure you receive them oh, as well. Those mess- that's not the first time he's received that. Yeah, you no, know? that's like that's it been is, going on for a long time. Yeah. Frustrating. Even with Condola and St. Joan, so many racist trolls coming after mm-hmm. her. Uh, I mean, it's it's nonstop. But my question, my biggest question for them is, what role am I able to play? What? Like. 
uh, what like, what roles are reserved just for me to play like what in the world why animal? do you think I don't know. like, like th- probably right. it uh, why do you think that I am Something so limited to yeah it's like this is a person and they're telling a story right and, and I mean I've had people who are like oh I'm sure she's talented but Anna's not supposed to be black or this one lady this one lady had the nerve to say um well that's like if we were to do a play about Martin Luther King and we made Martin Luther King white and I that's said girl 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 Martin Luther King was a real person thank you this is, a, this this is a Elsa shoots ice right. out of her hands come on bro like that. don't you that's understand real? this is right. Disney this is our imagination and y'all get everything Anyway, everything like you see yourselves reflected everywhere, everywhere. in the entire everywhere. world. So I, because of that, I understand this bullshit. Like you see yourself everywhere. So the second so you don't, the, you don't. That oh, it's something problem, is off. Right. I gotta address, and I gotta address it in the most foolish, nonsense way possible. But then for me it's being ridiculous. a person of color, it's okay for me to not see myself everywhere. You know, it's like where mm-hmm. are you coming from with this, sir? I, I don't get it. But, you know, and, and this brings me to the point of, you know, Jelani's one of the only people that actually has been cast as a black man in a non traditional or a character role. Um, there are not Josh a lot Henry. of. In Carousel. Yeah. Oh, boom. Okay. Come on. You better pipe up and, and know, shut I'm She down. said, I'm here. Right. right. Like, let me. Um, Blue. <laughs> but so Joshua Henry and Jelani, but I, I, what I'm getting at is that there's a surgence of of understudies that it, it feels like you know us as black people are always the understudies and never the lead mm-hmm. um, you know we just have a you know Brittany Johnson just became understudy for Glenda and Wicked we've never had the first the first black black Glenda yeah and she's the understudy though even then that's nothing there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. yeah. but I just want to get to the day where we can actually just start casting us in the roles that that mm-hmm. like we're the best ones for the roles yep. you know I mean and I do believe that there are instances where we are the best ones and yep. we just still get the 100%. understudy yeah um, there's now a, a black Evan Hansen and dear Evan Hansen yeah um, shout out to him as well like there are a lot of different things that are happening right now with with casting and people are wanting to pat themselves on the back but we're still having to to you know, run around and, and text each other and say, hey, when are you going on so that I make sure I can see you and make sure I see the, the black mm-hmm. representation in this show because like, it's not... If you're patting yourself on the back, that means you really ain't do no work because your hands should be too rough and too callous come on. to give yourself mm-hmm. a pat on the back. Yes. And so literally what I was just thinking about, like hearing you talk, I kept asking myself, okay, so what do we do in order to change this? And I literally went to my article and there's a section of the article talking about we need to have a full array of artists and people of color in the theater not just as a playwright not just as the director not just as the uh, actors and actresses no, cast and but directors, cast and producers, directors producers critics stage, stage managers, managers yep. costume lights sound like conductors need, exactly conductors exactly <laughs> there needs to be a full wide array of artists of color yeah. within the entire field of theater and like those are the things and then for that it's so how do we make that happen right? right and then also like I know 
everyone always sees the actors, right? So, oh, this is what I want. I think we were talking about this a bit last week. Oh, everyone sees the actors on stage. So this is what I want to do. Everyone sees the writer's name. This is what I want to do. They see the director's name. This is what right. I want to do. How can we create a space where they see that, oh, being a light design is possible, being a sound design is possible. Because a lot of people of right? color don't even think exactly. of these careers right. as options. Exactly. Right. Being a producer, being a critic doing, is possible. That's right. why I started the uh, educational nonprofit, mm-hmm. Be Way Black. Um, I want kids to be way black in theater Come spaces. Through. So I think that's important <laughs> in having conversations with lighting designers. Mm-hmm. And they're not, we, we set up last week and tried to name five in each category and we couldn't name. It was name. hard. It was difficult. It was like, hard. I was trying to think of a female African American music director. Mm. Linda um, Twarp, Tharp. Is that how you say her name? I, Linda Twine. I'm, I said Linda. Who is Linda Twarp? <laughs> Ain't that a dancer? Let me, let me go. Uh, but Linda like Twine. But even still, like the number is few. Yeah. You know, and and female uh, music directors. I mean, they're present but it's just like when you yeah, yeah when you think about it and it's just I mean, it's in the same way this young lady didn't think that she could be mermaid because right. she doesn't see herself as a lead so these young people of color don't see themselves as and lighting designers as right. yeah as these yeah yeah if you don't know who linda twine is look up linda twine she has excuse me she's done everything she's uh, been assistant uh, conductor for uh, Lena Horn. She did Big River, the yes. original. Wow. Um, she did vocal arrangements, vocal arrangements on Big River. She also did the Wild Party. She did the Color Purple, the mm-hmm. original cast. She's like a great music musical director and and conductor. And, she is out um, there. Janine Tesori actually, when she won their Tony, gave yeah. her all the props mm. for for sort of guiding her and letting her know that it was possible for a woman to mm. be in the conductor's pit. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Um, moving on to the next hot topic, which I really, we should have went into this earlier. What nonsense you about to throw our way? What nonsense you about to throw our way? I, I, I. I don't even got no good transitions for y'all this week because because last so, week you was on fire <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so like annoyed just by like why okay so uh, Broadway stars united to re-record we are the world <laughs> you better bust I'm out and laugh to like the <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back to relieve myself um, the artists included uh, Cheetah Rivera uh, B.B. Newworth, who I love, B.B. I love you, B.B. Um, Brian Stokes Mitchell, Anthony Rapp, Orfe. Um, so a lot of people were in this. Nikki Renee Daniels, Ephraim Sykes. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out why. That's my question. Why? Like, we even read we to, like, wanted, figure out if it's, like, They for wanted to come together. For, like, a, what is it, a campaign to, like, and donate. Make music. Money. Right. Like, no, they just, they came together just to sing the song. They and it is the whitest version of We Are the World I have ever heard in my life. Like, it is so white. It is. Leave him alone. I, unless I'm not messing with it. I'm just telling you that this is. <laughs> This is literally. <laughs> why are you laughing? Look, I ain't messing with it. <laughs> I ain't saying. messing with. It. I can't mess with it. This is. This is. I. I, I like y'all. Really like, I can't voices. even. Like I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I don't I even can't. know where I'm about to put. It. I don't even worry it's about It's a positive. It, there's a positive message in it. What all. that we could have just. They could have just played the first one. They didn't have to to re-record <laughs> this. They could have just played it and felt I'm good. Just, I'm gonna just be quiet over here in this corner. Just say it. Just say it along. I'm gonna just be quiet over here in my own little corner. Choice. 
You didn't make my day better. <laughs> they made somebody's day better. My day is not better with this. <laughs> uh-uh. you if y'all can see Danya, the way Danya just be you like cackling. He, 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 he goes off so much. And I'm just like, what are you going to say next? <laughs> what are you going to say next? No. I'm serious. I know Aisha. I like, got some loved like, ones in the video. I know. She and her red, her full face red. I'm just, I'm going to just say my corn over here. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you ain't bring me on this show for this. Right. This ain't what I came here to talk <laughs> this about. This ain't what I came to do. So don't try me like that. <laughs> well, um. Are you here now? Mm-hmm. They should have had you on the end of here ad-libbing at, or something. You know, maybe next time they'll invite me to play. They because well, we know it's gonna be a next time, right? Because they gonna they gonna <laughs> if they didn't did it this skin, time, it's right. gonna be another time. And they had all the light skin. Speaking of light skin people, um, <laughs> you better talk about it with your light skin self. Yes, I'm what you gotta say? Because right. I'm always you better leverage your privilege. Right. And you know I do now. Leverage that privilege you got, boy. How you think I got here? <laughs> Uh-uh, no. How you think I got no. here? Listen, I'm not ashamed because I will use it, and by the time I get into the room, they don't even know what's happened. It's already Boop. too late. By the time I get in there, I'll be like, yep. ha-ha. Right. Gotcha. Got you. Oh, you ain't know what you was dealing with, huh? Right. Oh, you ain't know I was black as fuck, huh? You ain't know. You ain't know. You mad? Got that ass. <laughs> you mad. Got him. Um, no. But they had, I mean, they had Jordan Jordan Donica in here, Justin Guarini. They, they had all the, you know, the light-skinned, Brian Stokes Mitchell, you know, that's my... Brian So Mitchell is like the light skin musical theater icon. Like that's Papa. He is right. Like I just love him so much, and he's so cool, down to yeah, earth, authentic. His wife is amazing, Allison oh, Tucker. Oh yeah, she's amazing. I love them. Um, she's amazing. But I wanted to speak about how we were just talking. To, we're talking to about you know a lot of the black people that are being understudies at the moment, and and when I think about it, all of them are, all of you all are like darker complected. Mm-hmm. Um, and thinking about the people that actually get roles on, and congratulations to, we're going to say congratulations first before yes. I go into this. Congratulations to Christi, uh, Christiani. Christiani mm-hmm. Pitts is her last name, right? Yep. Christiana Pitts, Christiani Pitts, who's going to be in King, uh, King Kong, Kong mm. on Broadway. Yes, mama. Oh, come through. She is a lead. Yes. Come through. Like, and she sings. When yeah. I tell you, oh, yeah. I saw her in... Um, in a reading, a production of uh, something about the Lindbergh baby with Brian Terrell Clark. Um, oh. Warren Adams directed this piece. Okay. It, it was a very interesting piece, but she was singing in this show. Like when I tell you that she mm-hmm. gave me so many dynamics, I said, I just pulled her to the side. I said, girl, I didn't see you in Bronxdale because I couldn't see it more than once. But <laughs> when I tell you that you have something, you have something. Like she has. <laughs> Y'all know I'm not lying. Am I lying? I love how you give a Again, compliment, but the compliment speak. is like. <laughs> I, was in a, I was in a drum cell at Paper Mill Playhouse. Playhouse. Yes, you were. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> I yes, can't. you were. Oh, you were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I said I can't see them Bronx Tale. But when I saw you today, like you have something so special, like she has something very unique Mm -hmm. and she is grounded and committed when you can do. I'm I'm not going to say that. Just make sure you go and see King Kong. Mm -hmm. Make sure you go and see King Kong. But I wanted to address that. uh, Christiani is a light skinned woman Mm -hmm. and she's gorgeous, beautiful. Um, But we don't get to see black people in leading roles Rarely do we get to see them unless they're 
already established mm-hmm. or light skinned. Mm-hmm. And that is an issue that I've been like, I'm, I'm sort of like not here for that. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a little perturbed by that and, and not saying that I'm taking away from, and I, I hate that we have to have these conversations because people always feel like, Oh, well you have this person. You're taking on away, you, yeah. And it's no, we're I mean, not. Yeah. It's, no, it's we're not. having a very honest, nuanced conversation about how real colorism is and like these, your, and not knocking standards. down the progress not that has all, been made. Cause right? of course right. we need that. Right. But um, it's, it's not, we but can't there are still issues. There. Right. Yeah. There, 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 that is an issue yeah. that I see consistently happening um, and I just don't understand how do we get beyond that I know I'm trying to mm-hmm. go Danye's route and figure out how do we get beyond that instead of just you know bitching and complaining about it and being like you know what fuck y'all Yeah. but how do we get beyond that I think it's the same thing with having people behind the table yes. who believe that a darker skinned woman is beautiful yeah. and can reflect and portray the characters or the whatever the stories that we're trying to tell just as well as anyone else. That and then also the producers, right? Like the ones yeah. that have the money. The ones that have the, and the final like, say exactly, so. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's like putting the coin into it, knowing yeah. that as well. Yeah. You got to get yeah. them behind the table. You got to get like them in the be, process. How many years are we going to have to wait? 25 more years? That Now that's the question. <laughs> like how many people are getting in the programs right now to be casting directors? How many people are you know that's doing the internships to be press agents or to be mm-hmm. marketing directors or do advertising or you know be lighting designers or be directors? We don't have a lot of people entering those programs and I'm trying to figure out how we can do a like get a... a a blast, a surgeon. I feel like it would be an amazing ass campaign where, like, just showed all the like the multitude of what the positions are out there for theater, like producers, casting directors, stage like, critics. Like, yeah. like mm-hmm. I don't know what that campaign would be, but like showing that this. So this is what you thought theater is. It is a village. But we can open up to yeah. show the village mm-hmm. of yeah. what it's not theater just the is people on stage or the exactly. people who write the words. Yeah, and you, the and you started a list of like journalists or black publications yeah, or like that I'm like working on right now to be able to like put that out there so that we as artists can circulate it and then also so that these theaters can know. know that look these are amazing as publications of color. These are amazing as uh, 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 like journalists and critics of color and influencers that you need to invite yeah. and don't be like oh well we can't give you this ticket for this show but you can buy it no that they need they to do get a that, ticket and they do that I know, often which I just don't understand that because they I hand out tickets it. to them old white people like water who are so lost and confused and don't understand some of the shows that they see because it's not a part of their cultural understanding yeah. and it's it's devastating yeah. and I just don't understand how they operate because even with us trying to get press tickets for your opening like for opening night, it was like a hassle. Yes, I don't, wow. I don't get it. Like, and I've been working in this industry for you know right. five, six years mm-hmm. now, but they still act funny when it comes to opening really? night or tickets or yes, like. The the, what is the excuse are, that is given? Um, the, that they don't have any. <clears throat> oh. That they don't have the space, or they don't have. But then I will go to. I will end up at the opening night another space way. Galore, <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's like nobody's You're like. There. I see a spot for me there, 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 there and there. Right. there, there, everywhere. And it's like I don't understand. Like why? Why are you all like this? Why do you make it difficult for mm-hmm. access for people that need to be in the room? Mm-hmm. That just boggles my mind. And like I don't understand it when the people who are deserving of the access are people who actually have the same cultural background and understanding. As the play itself, right? That doesn't right. Make it's sense. like you don't want them in the room. As like well? they're the ones who should be in the room, right? 
But yeah, yeah, I I don't I don't understand it. But well, that's that's we're gonna end it on hot topics. We went on we been <laughs> all around the world. We went time. all around we the did. world with y'all. Uh, <laughs> we was here. We was we there. took you on a journey. And we <laughs> did. Um, that's a little crazy. But I want to read. Uh, <laughs> I want to read question from uh, this person sent it Philander. Philander Wait, that's the name. Yeah, Philander. That sound like flounder. Philander. Ain't that right? Am I reading that right? He read it right. Okay. <laughs> you look, you know I'll be stuttering and stuff. <laughs> Let so. me shut my ass up. <laughs> um, so Philander says, firstly, y'all are everything, all caps. <laughs> I love Broadway Black and this podcast. Hope to join an event when I come back to NYC. We'll have an event for you to join. Come, come on. on. Speaking it. Um, <laughs> one, since Broadway has been gearing towards star casting, booking famous Hollywood people to fill seats, even though they don't fit the role, who do you all mm. think could actually work on Broadway? And two, lately there seems to be an infatuation with bioplays, share Tina Turner, Donna Summer, Temptations, etc. Is there someone's story that you think could be a good Broadway show? Uh, so let's do the first question first, which is, who do you think that is a star that could actually work on Broadway hmm. and do eight shows a week and oh. show up on time? <laughs> well, you know, the stars always do six shows, maybe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Literally the first person who <laughs> I used to don't want to like. I'm like, who come to mind? Who y'all gonna say? Like, I, I do think there are a nice amount of people, and then also, um, who who comes to mind? And also because she recently did it with Eclipse, um, like Lapita does come to mind. Oh yeah, like yeah. she's a star. She's well, a strong actress. Um, a lot of these stars are have background. That's exactly. what I was gonna say. Like, that's, um, that's the, the thing. thing. You have to find. I don't think that they're. There are stars that exist that can do these, but you have to find those people who were trained in this, like right. who were trained to be actors or singers or whatever, and then they transition into TV and film yeah, or like something the best, else. The best film actors are theater based, like yeah. theater trained. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Angela Bassett can pull out a Shakespeare monologue at the drop of her hat because she has done it, right? Because mm-hmm. she's done it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of those stars come back to the theater because it's a first love, not because right. the money is here. I keep saying that, y'all. Television and movies pay a lot more money than than theater does, yes. um, especially as a, if you're going to be an actor. So you and I'm going to say a name. This is Ooh, okay. me being one selfish, Ooh. but then also she's fierce as fuck. And uh-huh. I the selfishness is because I've never seen her on stage before. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, Viola Davis. I would. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Yeah. To see her on stage, this is a star. This oh. is somebody who can fuck it up. Yeah, yes. I would yes. live to see her on yes. stage. Yes, oh. I'm getting chills right now just thinking about yes. But yes. she's she's definitely somebody who I would throw in there. Uh, yes. Among so many other people, I, right. I, I throw her up in there. Is there somebody that you can think of that you have not known to be on the stage? Um. That I have, well, I was gonna say I wanna see Lettucey do something, but she. Yeah, yeah. she just recently did the Preacher's Wife um, reading workshop. Right. Yeah, so yes. I don't know if she's gonna continue with the project or not, but she did a, a wonderful job. Yeah. Like her voice is out of this Phenomenal. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her voice is out of this world. Um, of course. And she's done, she did one for the before, too. And I think she, she was oh, in the original really? cast of Color or a lab or something of she that might, sort. Yeah, she, 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 she wasn't did. in the yeah, but I think she did like some. Really, wow. Yeah, she's done some back in the day. stuff, and I know that she's worked with like Billy Porter before. But she was like, I want to be a singer. Yeah, <laughs> right. And she she can sing. <laughs> yes. Um. So that's good. So yeah, like a lot of the actors are are uh, theater trained, but I would want to see. Let me try to think of somebody I would really want to see like 
on the stage. That has like that star power as well as like the chops. Yeah, well. like I'm trying to think of somebody that. It also be... depends on the show that they're going to be doing. No, <laughs> no that's you know? very real. Because there's some people that can get in there and they make it work, but. Yeah, could that's be real. something that's a little bit deeper, and it's like, uh, no, no, no. Like, what the fuck was they yeah. thinking? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I sort of want to see, like, and I say, like, in a big role. Okay. This caveat before, took before me you out even already. Say it, like, this caveat took me out already. With... <laughs> Who are you about to say? Because and for why she doesn't have the training, but she has natural instincts, and I really enjoyed her in Set It Off Live. I'm going to say Latoya Luckett. Oh. I would like to see Latoya Luckett do something. Okay, and you know, just maybe like even thing. like a, <laughs> like a feature because she has some good instincts on on, on in that show. So okay, I just want to see her like be able to get <laughs> <Come> some. <through. laughs> Give me them instincts, get. <laughs> oh! Listen, I, I'm just trying to think of somebody that's like out of the box. I mean, I, I want to see Beyonce be, do something. You say who? I want to see Beyonce do something. I'm scared of that. I am too, but I want to see Me it. Me too. I I because we all know she, Beyonce. but we all know she I'm has scared. the work ethic and the cho- like the vocal chops and all that. But I'm like Etta James and Cadillac Records. <sighs> do you like that? <laughs> uh, and the room went silent um, I'm just thinking about No I mean I definitely think it has to be a specific type of role mm-hmm. That she could thrive in yeah. But I do want to see her do it I want to see her do something on I feel on like the, the stage. role would have to be like a Beyonce What about Michael Right B. but Jordan. her playing herself <clears throat> Oh Sexy man. He had to be. He had to be man. naked in something. Very naked mm. the entire time. Yes. But no, I think I think that he could do something on Broadway. Well, naked the entire time, right? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I feel you on that one. You can keep your clothes on, boo. Uh, no, but he could. No, he like, can't. I mean, he is sexy as hell. But um, <laughs> but no, I think that he. I think that he would be able to do do that. I don't. I mean. I, I don't know. I mean, I would I would be interested to see it. Like, I would be interested to see you know Chadwick as well. I mean, but Chad Chadwick mm-hmm. went to Howard, so yeah. he's, yeah. he's theater trained. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's a good question. Thank you so much for that, Philander. We'll also um, go into lately. There seems to be infatuation of bio plays. Oh, whose story would you want to see as far as a Broadway show biopic? What well, is wasn't there a show about Whitney Houston? Um, the bodyguard wasn't like. Oh, okay. A show about her. It's not about her. It's about it's about bodyguard. Yeah, bodyguard the musical, but like. Oh, I remember. But it was just like a Whitney concert because it was all Deborah Cox. Deborah Cox did it. Yeah, I would like to see a show because there's no real storyline in that for real. Like, did you see it? Who would be able to do that? That's a good question. I didn't well, see somebody, Bodyguard. It's a girl in Born for This, the BB and CC Winans musical that is playing Whitney Houston. So I don't know how. Oh, okay. Um, I think she's new to this cast. I don't think that she was a part of the the last time. I don't know for certain, but Donald Weber is starring BB right, and yeah. Lauren. Right, yeah, and Lauren, yeah. Yep, or it's CC. Um, so Whitney, well, Whitney musical will be good, but I don't know who. <laughs> There's nobody who could play that, though. That could sing that like that. Ooh, um, that one will be. She's kind of untouchable. Yeah, I want to see a musical on like, you know how they did Motown, the record label. Yeah, Bad Boy. Like what Ooh. happened to what happened to the artists? They're the I would actually stuff, live. Like okay. I want to see a Bad Boy musical. That did would he be call good. me? <laughs> did he? Did he call me? Yeah, I would want to see like Hit you know because a lot of the artists did not sustain and right. didn't do well after working with with Bad Boy. Right. So it was like. That'd be like a horror. 
<laughs> I Horror musical. <laughs> I would right. really, really like, love that. Yeah, that would be dope. Because it was like, it's already like a built-in demographic. Yeah. You already know who and you're reaching out to. And it's black as fuck. <laughs> and that's what yeah. I want to see. It would be black as hell. You going to write it, Donye? Come, oh. You want something to my swear right? That is a little big let me get on the phone talk to my agent real quick. Like, let's make this happen. By, conceived by. Touche. Written by. Right? You got to get very specific. Let me put my name in there real quick, though. Very specific. It's <laughs> my idea. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, I would love that, though. <laughs> okay. And, I would, and so, two, uh, two things just popped into my mind that, like, I would actually love to see. One of them is, like, for real, though, Donye, I think it would actually be really dope. Uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, my God. A musical? No. Oh, my God. No and no. I would live. I would live, like, just uh-uh. to see what it would give. Oh, my God. Just to oh see God. what it would give. Nene would have her own song called Bloop. <laughs> <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. One called the ghetto. The ghetto. Right. No. <laughs> I would oh live God. for that. And then also I would I think I would really live for like and this is for real seriousness. Um live to see a musical about the ballroom culture. Ooh, oh. I think that would actually be spectacular. That would. Yes. And I'm living that for Pose would. right now. Yes. I do love Pose. It's Very my, much. New episode right. in 30 oh, minutes. I'm living for Pose right now. Yes. And like each so episode good. is getting better and better and it stronger is. and stronger and they're getting it into is. a groove. So yeah, I think I would really like with everything inside me, love to see a That would be amazing. That, cast, that entire cast. Billy Porter, Tony Award mm-hmm. winner. Yes, Original Amos Behaven, Charlene, uh, Charlene Woodard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, original Amos Behaven cast member. Ryan, uh, who was just in Kill Move Paradise at the National Black Theater, which I saw last year, which is amazing. I want that to come back. Yeah, what's so Paradise? good? Oh, my God. It was so good. It was powerful. Um, who wrote that? Uh, um, uh, James Imes. James Imes, We yeah. actually went to school together. James oh, did you? Yeah. I like him. Back in my <laughs> acting days, hey. <laughs> I was his booster to his Becker in August Wilson yeah. Jitney. Come on. <laughs> so we can have him on the show one day. <laughs> that would be popping. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was I, a I really good acting. show. You don't act no okay. more, do you? Not you, in the least. Okay. I write. I am a writer. Not in the, the least. The last thing you did was MDBG. Did you do something after that? I I hate New York. I think that was. Oh, you did? Yeah, you did. York. You did. Oh, that was a whole full show. And that, that was, was a whole full shot. That was only because I was like, okay, we don't got the coin to get an actor. So Yes, I love that. What, what about you? Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you want to see? What would I want to see? Whose story would you want to see on stage? Um, hmm. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I want to see, well, see, I keep saying all these people because I just want to hear people sing this stuff. <laughs> but Aretha. Oh. I just want I mean, I love her music. You know, J-Hud would come back for that. Mm-hmm. She would She would really want to come back I love and her try music. to get that Tony again. Yeah. So that. And it better be a whole song called Nothing But Shade. Because Aretha be having some <laughs> shady moments. She does. <laughs> she be she having is. some shady moments that I actually live for. The song is called Gowns, Beautiful Gowns. <laughs> gowns, Beautiful Gowns. <laughs> no. No. Oh, I just want to uh, read this listener comment really quickly. This comes from Galen Williams. Hey, friend. Hey, 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 Galen. That's my book. He said, hey. even though I could just text y'all individually. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got it like that. Right. But I, th- I appreciate you sending in an email yeah. to the proper channels. Yes, come um, on. You know, respecting us and, and giving us our just due in the email. Yeah. Um, he said, I wanted to first say thanks for the shout out, G's throat coats and Broadway braids, because, you know, he 
he knits and mm. scarves. And yes. Michigan mm-hmm. said he knits the scarves, and and the wintertime is gonna be upon us very quickly. Mm-hmm. So you know you can get your your scarves, and you can also get your braids from from Galen. Um, so he said in your uh, side hustles episode, you mentioned that that episode gave me so much life because y'all were really preaching and going in about staying true to the path. I don't have a deep email or anything, but I have to tell you all that every week when I can get on land to secure some good unlimited Wi-Fi because this wireless dial-up on the ship ain't shit because he's on a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, right he's now. on a cruise. He said, I make it my business to download the episodes and listen because y'all bring me a piece of home on board and y'all inspire me to stand taller and walk boldly in my blackness. Hey. It's a struggle on this ship sometimes being a part of a uh, 1700 size crew where being black and American is the minority. Ooh. Not to mention most of the guests be white. You know, white families, too, with their own preconceived notions about us. But I get to be on this ship doing a show after midnight that is all about black excellence and mm. showcasing a specific time in black history where sophistication in class was the standard. Yes. And it feels good as hell to show the masses that. And, and you all inspire me to keep being black as hell and not letting any petty microaggressions from non-people of color affect me or even get me get get past me. Mm-hmm. I love us for real. Be blacked, booked, and blessed. Yay. I know that's right. Come on. Yes, I gotta that start reading his letters before Come that. Would be really beautiful. <laughs> yes. It was really, it was really yeah. great. Thank you so much, Galen, for Thank that. You. I really, really appreciate Thank you. Thank you, Galen. Us and sending that word of encouragement. You better get your life, it. boo. Yeah, get on your life ship. on that ship. Get yeah. your life after midnight. You deserve it. Yes. Yes. I gotta really start reading the letters before. That was really. That's have, beautiful. I'm so glad y'all got it because I be feeling like I'm. I can't say that word. Okay, we're done. That's what we bleeped out. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to a, a brand new episode of Off Book presented oh by Broadway God. Black. We just hit our marks mm-hmm. and gone off book right now. This is Drew Shade. This is Donya Love. And this is Aisha Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Come Thank y'all so much, this. man. Y'all have a good night. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.